how do I fire someone? How do I terminate an employee in my company when I've never done it before? Today I'm going to talk to you about the different ways and approaches to go about doing something like this when you've never had this experience and a personal story of mine of when I also had to actually do a termination. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Career Path Angel Show, where we talk all about career, business, positive mindset, self-development, and many other fun and exciting topics with one goal in mind, to help new working professionals to fast-track their careers in the corporate world. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive right in. Here is your host, Angel Mary. Hey guys, welcome to the Career Path Angel Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're just tuning in for the first time, this is a podcast where we talk about career advice, business advice, anything relating to your career, and anything relating to growth and promotion. So we're here to talk about today in particular, a very interesting topic. I think that many people strive to do this appropriately when they are in a management role and if you're not yet in a management role you may end up having to do this and if you are in a management role you probably have had to do this already and that today's topic actually is terminating an employee so today I wanted to talk about that I want to start by telling you my first my very very first experience when I had to terminate someone and there's two different ways it can usually happen either you have been working with an employee for a little while and they are not doing well and you have to do an action plan for them to help get their behavior or their work product or whatever it is that they need improvement on to reach the expectation that is set by you the manager so that's one way and then they don't reach that expectation, then you would have to terminate the employee. But the other way is, and this is usually the more jarring way that happens, is when an employee does something egregious, meaning they have no comeback. There's just no rehabilitation for them. They're not teetering on the edge. They actually violated a policy at your company, and that's one of those things that doesn't have second chances. So you actually have to go in and you have to end it. You have to tell them why you're ending it and then you end it. But my story was even more interesting because sometimes you find out through someone else or through some kind of an error, maybe in a file. But in my case, being that I was working in a healthcare sector, when you have a clinical person working on the floor, it is a terminable offense if they fall asleep on the job. That's absolutely an essential type of policy that has to be in place because you would never want to think that your doctor is falling asleep on the job, the nurse that's handling your loved ones is falling asleep on the job, you or your medical assistants or whoever it is. You just never want to think that that's something that could happen. That's sloppy management. And if something like that happens, it's really poor morale for the hardworking employee. So you want to get rid of anybody who breaks policy in a blatant way. And in my case, I had an employee actually sleeping on the job, but I had proof someone took video. Yes, someone, one of this person's colleagues took video and shared it with me. 
And the moment it got shared with me, it crossed into the land of management because I was in a management role. And the minute as a manager, you get word of a terminable offense in terms of with clear, concrete proof, you have to act immediately because, and this is, you know, different managers do different things, but I, I strongly suggest you follow through with this. If you know someone is violating policy blatantly in front of others, you are giving them the keys to bring down the morale of your entire office team just by their poor behavior and just by your inaction as a manager. So I knew personally I had to get ahead of this. So I contacted the HR person to come in and be in the meeting with me. And this is a very, very important lesson for anybody who's just about to do this. Do not do this alone. Always have another member of leadership, whether it's someone else in your own department. So maybe get the assistant director there, the director, whoever, to be in the room with you or get the HR person. You need to have two people. You need a witness. And that's important because sometimes when you are doing a termination, people decide they want to sue the company and then they'll want to have proof that everything that happened happened the way that they're saying. And you will want proof, right? So you have your witness on the management side. And you also need to make sure you take copious notes before, during, and after the entire incident when you're doing the termination. So all of these tips are very important. Why am I saying take notes? I'm telling you to take notes because if you do not take notes, you will not remember exactly the details of the meeting at a later point. When you are in a management position, you have a thousand things coming at you at once. And come six months down the line, one year down the line, years down the line, when the lawsuit has made its way into the courts and then HR comes around and says, hey, listen, they're saying this, this, and this. Legal wants your notes from that particular termination. You will need to have that note, all, all your notes available for them. And I would also practice the termination before you do it. I would never do it cold turkey. I would practice with maybe a friend or... Um, your partner, somebody who's not in the work setting so that you can pay attention to your delivery and you make sure that you focus on the content and you focus on the facts. It's really important that not talking about anything about the person's personality. So here's my story. This clinical person was sleeping on the job. I got the message from her colleague and immediately I knew I knew what I had to do I contacted the HR person we sat down together I called this woman in particular who did the offense and she came to the office well first she wanted to know she was kind of nosy and she wanted to know immediately what it was about but in these cases you should never ever tell the person what it's about so I just said please just come to the office and we'll talk when you get here and then I also had the evidence with me and I sat across from her as she sat down. I had my fellow HR leader with me and we actually proceeded to show her the video evidence, the actual evidence of her sleeping on the job. Of course, she's going to be shocked and upset and dismayed 
humiliated, you know, um, all sorts of emotions crossed her face. I can only imagine how she was feeling that moment. I would have been mortified if I were in her shoes. And I didn't take pride in doing this. I didn't like the idea of terminating her. I didn't want to do it, to be honest. Nobody wants to do this. No manager is ever happy to terminate someone. It's not a fun position to be in. You know you're going to mess up someone's day. So her seeing this mix of emotion on her face, looking at the video, and realizing what this means for her, it was interesting, but something happened in her face. Suddenly she just, she looked very serious, and then she looked right at my face and at my colleague's face, and she said, hold on one second, and she got up and she just quickly left the office. And I want to say my colleague and I were stunned in that moment. We never expected her to just jump up and leave. And she and, and she probably came back, I want to say it was about one to two minutes later. She came back and she handed over a piece of paper. And in the paper was her resignation. And I accepted her resignation immediately. That was actually better because... You know, she accepted what the consequences were for her actions, and it made it a lot easier for me and for her. So that was actually a very easy way to end that. Like, I mean, it was a termination conversation that I started. It ended with her doing a resignation, and I accepted her resignation. So that was okay, because I think she already had some other job lined up. She was already had one foot out the door. So that was an okay situation. Now, the second story I have, it's it's kind of frustrating because I felt like I knew as a manager in that position when I was working with this individual that this person was lying to me and I wanted to let her go a lot earlier, but my boss was preventing me from letting her go. And that is a political thing that happens sometimes where you can't manage exactly to the effect that you should be able to because you have someone else who's trying to usurp power from you. And sometimes that forces your hand in keeping employees. Maybe it's based on nepotism. Maybe there's a relation between the person up top and this person who you're working under. Um, but those kinds of roles, you know, it's very tricky. But this person really was shirking their responsibilities. She um, she was actually lying to her colleagues and to everyone in the management, her boss, her boss's boss, everybody she was lying to about where she was in her workload. And it directly impacted multiple different departments so now her work was slowing down other work processes and then that in turn slowed down getting revenue for the company so you know anything that affects the bottom line also is not good for any employees right but we caught her lying in her adamance that she had completed some work and when in actuality she somehow just learned to ignore it and her lies were catching up to her at that point. So I had to bring her in. And I, you know, I finally got 
my boss to agree to let me let her go because I knew at that point that if I had kept her on any longer, the good employees who were right there, right there with me through thick and thin, doing everything they could to make it work, they're going to start feeling disgruntled. They were going to start feeling resentful. And I, I really valued the people I was I had working with me that were the good workers, and I didn't want them to feel devalued and demoralized. And that's actually a very challenging thing to do is if you have that information and you can't make that change right away. Sometimes it's because of staffing issues. You don't have enough staff to cover, so you have to hold people a little bit longer than you'd like. So it's a delicate balance when you're making that decision. But in any case, when I did end up, I did the same thing. I sat her down. I had an HR person present with me, so there was a witness. And I point blank asked her about the work that we found, we had uncovered, was left undone, and how detrimental it was to the company. And she just continued lying, actually, which made it really frustrating for me and for my colleague to listen because it's just embarrassing when someone is in the office lying to your face and really digging a deeper hole you just start losing respect for that person I actually have much more respect for anyone who's just straight up honest with me I would much rather someone come to me and tell me as a manager anyone who comes to me and says hey listen I have a lot of work a lot on my plate I'm feeling overwhelmed I feel like I'm slipping, like some things are slipping through the cracks. I need help. That's the right communication. You know, you can't lie about things and then hide it. And that's exactly what I told her. I said, I really wish that you had told me so I could have helped you. And she just continued lying. And that was really what did her in in the end, which, you know, we we couldn't offer her any way to rehabilitate the situation um, we just couldn't trust her, so we had to let her go, and I just told her the company's moving in a different direction, and she was very upset about it, and then she just, she left, you know, she was crying, and she left, and that's what I was saying, you never feel happy when you know you're making this huge impact in their life that in that moment is going to be very negative for them, so that's why I say, you know, being in management, it's, it can feel like it's an achievement. It can feel like it's all roses and you finally made this to this place where you have a lot of power, but then it's a double-edged sword, right? You have the power, but you also have that responsibility of minding the ship, right? You look at a leader or a manager, especially a leader of people, when they're a captain of a ship, you want to make sure everyone is falling in line and doing their duty so that the ship continues operating efficiently and gets through choppy waters or gets through a hurricane or gets to its destination for whatever it needs. And if you have someone who's unruly, that can cause mutiny on your ship, right? So that's the way you have to look at it when you're thinking about, oh my God, this is a hard thing to do. I'm about to let somebody go. Your mindset actually has to be thinking about this fact that you're in this role because you're running a ship at a leadership from a leadership point of view. And your goal in that company with all of your team members is to get to whatever revenue mark you need to get to or whatever the company goals are for you or your company. You may have some certain quotas you need to reach. 
And sometimes people will disappoint and they won't align with what your goals are. And that's where the termination comes from. So I hope this was a really uh, helpful podcast episode for you because I feel like for me, I had a lot of trouble early on reconciling my feelings when I was letting someone go. And I feel like that's maybe because I am an empathetic person and I really think about the other person on the other side of what I'm doing. And that's why whenever you do any type of termination, if you've or if you're ever going into anything like this, you should always refer to your HR person on the site to make sure that you're handling it appropriately. I would check out multiple resources um, at your local bookstores to look into how people manage this effectively. The way I handled it in my stories, I hope I you have drawn some inspiration from that. But really, the main points are focusing on content and facts, making sure that the content and facts are what you're zeroing in on and nothing personal about the person, having that witness with you, and really making sure that you're crystal clear in what you're saying and this is exactly the phrase and this is I'm sharing with you because you may need to use this this is the exact phrase that I use and I feel like it's does the least amount of harm it's nothing personal against anyone you just simply say to the person the company has decided to go in a different direction and then proceed to talk about you know they can you know talk to HR about their last check and whatever housekeeping things and they'll understand if there's no you're fired that's too abrasive too harsh actually kind of cold it's not really something I would recommend doing as anyone who's leading people and it's definitely something that you know is something you you want to come across as warm so I really hope that this episode has helped you and if you have any questions definitely contact me I'm on Instagram at careerpathangel and I'm happy to give you any extra tips or pointers. I hope you guys really enjoy the episode. If you could share this with any friends that you feel could really find this useful, I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Career Path Angel Show with Angel Mary. Something you want to hear Angel talk about on the show? Contact Angel through Instagram or TikTok to let her know. Hit subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode and be sure to share it with your friends. Till next time, stay confident, stay positive, and never give up.